Panthers. Welcome to the official leadership podcast. This is Behind the Mask. Hi, I'm Sophia, the director. And I'm Margo, the chief editor. And hi, I'm Kai Chen, the assistant editor. I'm Irene, the media manager. So today's daily quote is based off a healing depression quote. There are wounds that never show on the body that are deeper and more hurtful than anything that bleeds. And so I'm going to talk about the science behind the depression. So according to Harvard Health, depression is usually a result of chemical imbalances. Uh, although it can be much more complicated for most people and doesn't simply simply appear from having too much or too little of certain brain chemicals, it is important to note that there are many possible causes of depression, depending on the situation of patient. Uh, it can result on faulty mod regulations by the brain genetics vulnerability, stressful life events, and medications, and overall medical problems. Of course, there are many other aspects to why someone might have depression, but these are just to name a few. Many chemicals are involved, working both inside and outside nerve cells. There are billions of chemical reactions that make up the dynamic system that is responsible for your mind, perceptions, and how you experience life. I think it's really interesting that there's such like a scientific um, reason behind this because whenever we talk about it, we usually talk about like just the feelings, but this kind of like goes into depth, like, because we can't see this, right? We can't see these processes, even though we like know that they're happening because research shows this as um, Harvard Health um, says, um, but I think it ties back really nicely to the quote that they're like that it's deeper you know I kind of want to cover like why people are like depressed not like lifestyle but like the historical reasons like why we develop feelings because I think it like both humanizes it and gives some background context as well so I actually watched this amazing TED talk um I'm sorry if I mispronounced the name, but it's Johan Hari. He he goes back in like to ancient roots, right? Of like feelings and everything. And like, we're very social creatures and there's like a beauty to that. And there's like a beauty and like those feelings, even if they are so like crushing and sometimes all consuming. But he, he covers like, the feeling of like being in a tribe and how that's important because like although we seem so disconnected from each other we like still need that and like I think depression is like kind of a way in which we convey that need or our body conveys that need because it's like very fundamental like um high chain was mentioning to like ourselves especially during COVID it's like you're isolated and it's hard to like make these connections these ties that like 
make you a tribe, right? So it's really important now for everyone to be reaching out to others. Um, you don't have to lead with how are you feeling. You can just talk about general things. Um, like support really matters because those support is your community. Those people who reach out to you are your tribe, right? And I think there's this like beauty in that because it humanizes this. Yeah. Um, so sort of touching on that support and going into sort of hardships, especially the main cause of this would be like past maybe trauma indefinitely, um, family um, hardships. Um, your parents could have divorced. Maybe something happened in your childhood that sort of builds up to this like sort of present um, feeling. And, or maybe even grief in your past, like maybe a family member passing or anything in that range. Um, but it's also important to note that people who are maybe depressed um, or are just sort of going in that state um, need support and you have to be there for them and understand it is hard in the beginning because you don't really know how to help but it's just easiest to just talk to them, sit down, be in a private space, and just be completely open about everything. Yeah, again, like during COVID, this is so difficult for everyone. And as students, we, we understand this. Um, and we wanna be here for you. So um, like reach out um, if you are feeling this way and reach out to others if you've noticed like, they're um, feeling down or like not their normal selves um, or even if for any reason I mean it's it's important <laughs> I guess is what I'm trying to stress and, yeah and yeah. when reaching out to others make sure you don't push them because mm -hmm. it's important to stay very patient because right away they may not want to spill their whole like life story on you and it may take a long time for them to really get comfortable talking um, to anyone even if you're a really close friend it can be really hard to speak your feelings to others and so just be patient start with the little things like how was your week? <laughs> and oh, like, what, what did you do for lunch yesterday? Like, I don't know, just like small little things and eventually it'll build up and you'll start kind of like what um, Sophia was saying to start on like expanding and building a deeper and more connected tribe with one another. And it is really important to have that, especially when you're going off and living your life in high school, college, and further. It is important to look back and say, I had a strong bond and connection with the people in my life because you probably will need them later in life. And if you don't make the connections now, you probably won't have... Um, a more stable and stronger relationship with others later. Yeah, I think what you said is very important because I mean, 
I think one thing that definitely helps is like distracting yourself and people do need like distractions. So it's not always as important to focus on like the bigger things and the more deep and um, harder things to talk about, even if they are going through this, but make sure that they lead the conversation as well. Don't like lead away because I mean, there are, especially during COVID, so many hardships going on. I mean, the world is just facing like an ongoing crisis and like, it's scary for all of us. And we're like faced to like, with to confront like mortality and everything, all these like existential things. And it's just like, we need to like, focus on building this. Yeah. Yeah, so um, kind of adding on to why people might feel depressed in the first place, a large thing along with hardships um, is lifestyle. So. Yeah. your the way you interact with your family and just your overall home life can be a really large part of it they you may not have a stable like I don't know family where people can reach out and share their feelings easily you may have some dysfunctionality there and school might be very stressful and that can affect your mental health and it can also, you come into like this loop that you can't get out of where you may do bad on a test and then you feel depressed. And then when you feel depressed, you can't focus as much and then you get worse on a test. And it's, yeah, it's a very, it's like an, it's a never ending cycle. And so that can be tough. Um, and so just reach out and find the support you need in school and home life and also social media is a huge one Mm, you may you may see someone say oh I want to look like that or I want to do that but I can't and it can be really hard when you're comparing to others and it's a natural thing everyone compares yourself to someone in their life I mean some are more extreme to others but everyone it's a natural thing and very normal and it is important to try to break away from that and look outside of your little bubble and say, wow, like I have all these great qualities. Why would I compare myself to this person? And yeah, like also if you are around a lot of toxic people or just in like a bad situation with the people you hang around, that can also affect your mental health. It really depends, but a lot of it is the way you live. And it can be really hard to change your lifestyle, but try to put some effort in it. If like, just start small, like making your bed every morning. That is a great way to start your day. And that's a great way to shape your world and lifestyle in a way where you're like, oh, if I have an awful day, I come to a to a house where your bed is made. And Usually if um, you have clutter in your house, 
then you can't think right and you might get really confused and you're just so disoriented and it's really hard to focus and it just it's really bad if it's some people it works but for most it's really bad if you have a lot of clutter and that way um you can organize yourself and regroup I just wanted to say you touched a lot on like atmosphere right and like that's an important thing to note you you should take time and note how you're feeling um and do what you need to do to make yourself comfortable and happy. If you need to unfollow someone, I think it's important that you do and not worry about like how they're going to react because it's you need to focus on yourself if you're like feeling this way. And like you do need to create this like healthy atmosphere or try at least. Um, and there, there are many ways you can do that and you can have, you can reach out to adults to help you with that. You can, it's just like your lifestyle, all of these things can like compound and like burden you and like just events in your life as well. And you really need to like create a space where you feel comfortable and safe. Yeah. Um, yeah. so sort of, um, I'm going to like go back and touch on that. Um, but first, I'm going to sort of tell oh, yeah. a story that um, it happens to a lot of people, and um, it's it's real. So, And this, this is someone our age, right? Living in yeah. our community? Yeah. Yeah. So it's Which is really important to address. Like, this is, make sure is you're happening. not, yeah, like, this is actually real. There are probably a lot more cases out there as well than the just this one. So yeah, um, yeah. So basically, from from the start, right? There was always family dysfunctionality, and that like goes to show for many families. I'm assuming, like maybe fighting um, opinions, but um, you know, for her, it got sort of worse as she got older. And that sort of instability throughout her life led to depression. And, you know, it sort of started out with a question um, after a fight, um, am I depressed? But it sort of got more serious after that. She started going into a dark place, um, but no one could really tell. If she had a mask over her face um, that whenever someone she, um, lived with, just sort of walked by. She'd always ask, act really happy and upbeat, totally on top of things. But, um, you know, and, a lot of people use that. And Irene, when you said she went into a dark place, is it mentally, like, yeah. would, like what, what do you mean by that? In, well, in you know, I think it's mental and physical, frankly. Um, you know, her mindset started she didn't really see the brightness that she used to. And after, you know, during some fights, um, you know, there'd be self-harm. Um, but, you know, it, it happens to um, people and- Yeah, that's really hard, that's really hard. Yeah, um, and you know, from then on out, there was sort of like a character shift. She's definitely seemed moodier, but everyone still assumed that it was just, you know, teenage years, right? It wasn't really that big of a deal. But 
you know, she had a lot of emotions inside of her that she couldn't diagnose almost. And she didn't know what they were, but they were all balled up inside her. And, you know, it would sort of come out when, you know, she's just talking to a normal family member um, as anger and um, annoyance. And, you know, yeah. That Irritability. Could, yeah, that could be easily passed as just teenage angst. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, she'd let out the real ones, like tears when she's alone, um, but silently. So that's also another thing. She hid her emotions too well from other people. Um, yeah, and of course, right now, present situations, of course, COVID-19 staying at home. This applies to a lot of people as well. Like if there's any family dysfunctionality at home and you have to be with your family throughout the entire day as well, that can definitely be a lot harder than it would be during a normal school year. Um, so there's definitely that to address and maybe ongoing, maybe political um, and um, COVID-19 for sure, if any one of your family members had it. So. I know you touched in a little bit to um, family dysfunctionality. Is there any other thing that might have influenced her to feel worse, like social media, uh, school? Yeah, Yeah, was she, like, affected by other outside things? Yeah, Yeah, so... Social media was definitely a huge part of this. Um, It was just in the beginning, I think, but it was almost, she was sort of doing this on her own, um, but she was sort of discovering certain, I don't know, posts online um, that sort of tell you about other people's stories on depression. But she would sort of watch it, read over it, and she'd be like, oh yeah, that's what I have. But you know, that sometimes just made it worse. That wasn't always necessarily true. Like, don't get me wrong, some of it definitely was. But there'd be other parts that she'd be diagnosing herself with that weren't true, but she'd just see it a lot worse as it actually was. Mm. And then I do think that this wouldn't be as big of a part as it, but um, friends, um, she you know, everyone had, has these, like, few toxic friends that they still hang out with because they're maybe cool or something, but, or popular, <laughs> but, um, you know, that might have also had a negative impact, although I can't, this is probably more to other people than this particular story. And so, if you are in a similar situation as Irene's friend, um, to help yourself make sure to reach out to someone if you don't feel comfortable comfortable reaching out to um, a family member or even a close friend you can always reach out to us because I know sometimes reaching out to adults can be hard because they may not relate to you and stuff we are always open we have a google form that you can fill out anonymously and we we're here for you we can talk to you and there are um there are other organizations that you can go to and support and i mean the counselors and adults are there too if you want um just know that 
there are people around that that will help you. And yeah. yeah. So I actually need to address this. Um, for those of you out there who actually do have this issue of reaching out, it is really hard. I totally get that. Um, so you need to, you probably, if you have this issue where maybe you're very unstable with your family, um, it's understandable. Um, there's probably lots of conflict throughout the years, but you need to find that one person that's always been by your side and always helped you through things that you may sometimes not always feel comfortable with, but it might make you feel more comfortable than someone that you fight with a lot more. Um, and yeah, the idea of filling out the Google form is good if you want your story to be heard and other people to recognize that that's also maybe their story. Um, and this, the whole point of this is story is to sort of bring um, bring a light to this issue. It's this is just one story, right? No one we haven't really seen anything else, but um, there's probably a lot more cases out there than just this one. Yeah, this is a very large topic, and um, that's why we decided to cover it first because it affects so many. Um, at, any point in their life really and it's something that we felt we needed to address because although like yes adults may say like oh we're here for you it's also important to hear students voices addressing the issues that um, fellow students or peers face. Yeah. It's easier to hear um, this coming from your own age group than someone who you probably can't relate to as much. For sure. Not everything is visible when you're going through depression, right? Sure, there, um, there are certain aspects that definitely can show, but um, it's more mental than physical. Everything goes on inside your head through your past, um, maybe what's even going on right now. But the whole point is that we are bringing recognition to this and, you know, this is Depression is not sort of a thing, but it's more human than anything. Yeah, definitely. There's humanity in all of this. And um, just, I guess I want to say, like, be, be here for other people and be part of the JLS tribe and form your own tribes and um yeah try to just reach yeah. out um, yeah that sort of also goes along the lines of speaking up um this is sort of oh strange, yeah right? but speak up like this is more making friends almost but you want to sort of still have that friend group even if it's small it's still important to have um, and just make sure that they're people you can trust. And we encourage you to raise awareness about depression um, and take the steps that you need to like help others. Um, yeah, so I think um, the knowledge is important um, because then it is something that you can reach out to someone uh, for. Yeah. And um, we have resources on our uh, website. So if you are 
going through something, you can go to those resources and we have um, the story submissions that you can do if you want to talk about it. It is anonymous, but if you would like to come on and share your experiences, we would be more than happy to do that. And another yeah. thing. Um, we are dedicated to responsible media coverage um, on topics like this, and we are trying our best. Um, if you have any complaints, please tell us. Please, please tell us. Um, and we'd also like to direct you to another um, organization that um, raises awareness about like the difficulties of addressing like, mental health in media. Um, it's called Youth United for Responsible Media Representation. It's a local organization and they do amazing work. So please check them out. Okay. I believe that's it. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah, yeah it's been- We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you. Thank you.